What is up, y'all? Welcome to the latest episode of Dead End Gaming. And this week, we are without BZ430 and Tyler Durden for their own reasons. Wish them well. Today, you're stuck with me, the Eric V, and I'm joined by Granddad Willie. Granddaughter, Thousand Hours, Album of the Century. Uh, you know, sometimes the Detroit presence ain't here, but you know, you got Gary niggas right here. So, you know, we, we close enough. We close enough. And Willie, you know, Michael Jackson, Freddie Gibbs in that order. We got, uh, <laughs> we got, <laughs> we got, we got, uh, Kevin, Mr. Bloodbath. Kevin, this bitch. Kevin, this bitch. Mm. Mm. I really want to comment on the Willie thing, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. Right, I, I, I do it every alone. time because you know you're wrong. Yeah, Kevin, leave it alone. It was bait. It was bait. Kevin, leave it alone. Look, you ain't from there. You don't know. Look, you got to be on them. You got to step on them grounds once in a while before you can uh, add I'm a comment. I'm going to leave it alone because we got we got company here. I ain't trying to cause a scene over the company. Nah, don't act, don't, don't act good on my behalf. What's that happen, bro? That last voice you heard is friend of mine, homie, Sonny says, welcome to the stream. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> I've got like a cool thing to come in with, like the rest of y'all. That's weird. I never um, do. But yeah, what up, y'all? I know. But see, the thing is that Eric has that persona that he's like too cool to have the cool thing to jump into. But I feel you like I should have. more for time. <laughs> <laughs> you walked in. You know, you, you got to deal with it. It's always, it's always sunny in wherever you at, you know. It's like, you know, do that. I would you never know? say that because it's never sunny where I'm from. <laughs> I am the asshole of every group. <laughs> Finally, the sun is here. That's how you enter on some, some wrestling shit. <laughs> so, uh, Sunny, yeah. tell us a little bit about Mm, let's say your, your gaming history. Tell us something about your gaming history. How did you How did you start gaming? Oof. What was your first I console? Mean, maybe um, my first console was the NES, uh, and I remember way back when, like my older cousins was playing. Like they would play like Super Mario, and they would play like Duck Hunt. Damn, I could go back like Gumshoe, Mappy Land, Double Dragon. Mm. Uh, Gee, we could talk, but um, yeah, so I remember all of that. Um, I mainly play like fighters and stuff like that because I was always big about going to the arcade and playing like Street Fighter, Street Fighter Alpha, Killer Instinct. Um, no Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, oh, okay. Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, especially Mortal Kombat 2 and 3 during that time, I was big on that. Um, and just going there with my um older cousin and just gambling off me, this little 10, 11 year old kid. Yo, I bet you my little cousin beat your ass. And they'd be like, yeah, whatever. Put money up in, you know, I handle business. And uh, we'll walk out there a couple dollars on the weekend. So yeah, that was like really like my gaming thing. And then like um, shooters, playing a lot of shooters. Uh, GoldenEye, uh, playing that with my homies too. Same homies I play with now on my stream. We've been playing GoldenEye. We've been playing shooters since then. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just big about shooters. I'm big about story-based games. I'm big about writing and stories. Eric knows that about me. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. All right. So <clears throat> as you heard, Sonny is a Twitch streamer. If somebody was to pop into your stream, shooting games, mm-hmm. what else? You're going to see Apex. You're going to see uh, something story-based. You're definitely going to mm-hmm. see Final Fantasy VII Remake. Especially when that drops on June 10th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm playing through that again. 
because I'm definitely playing through Integrate again. You're going to see that. Uh, you're going to see a nice, long, slow playthrough of that uh, 60 frames and that extra stuff. What else am I playing? Um, I want to get back into Fighters, so Guilty Gear is coming out. That's definitely going to be a thing. And King of Fighters is definitely going to be a thing when that drops. And yeah. All right. Word. Um, also, if I'm not mistaken, Sonny has a uh, a PS5, predominantly a PC player, right? Especially for your shooters. No controllers. No controllers. Mouse and keyboard. Uh, yeah, I have a PS5. Um, I'm I've only used it recently for Returnal. Um, that's about it. <laughs> it's nothing really. There's nothing else really out right now. So, but yeah, predominantly PC. If I can help it, um, even if it's the third third party, you know, a third person shooter or something like that, I'm probably gonna play a mouse and keyboard before I touch anything else. Okay. Um, easier to aim. We had a funny conversation featuring Returnal that we're not going to get into, but I'm sure that uh, <laughs> you could you could upload that clip to Twitter. Um, we had it over Mario Party if you need a clue as to what that is. But um, I don't Man, think no, <laughs> <laughs> Willie, you haven't played Returnal, right? Bring that up. No, not yet. I'm gonna finish Resident Evil Eight first, and I'm gonna start it. Okay, and you either, Kevin. I don't have a PS5, so I can't play Returnal. Okay, okay. I thought, I, uh, seeing what it looked like. I wasn't gonna play it no way. So hold up, what 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 made you disinterested? One, I don't really like play like Dark Souls type games where I die and come back a lot, like you know, the I'm roguelikes stuff like that. That's really that was mainly, yeah. No, I, that was mainly the only thing that deterred me. It wasn't nothing else about it that messed with me. I was like, nah, fuck this. It was just like, bro, that's not really my genre. Okay, yeah, I would have felt the same way had I not played Hades beforehand, because Hades mm-hmm. really sold me on the role like aspect of of because I've never played those types of games before. But when I played Hades and I really loved Haley Hades, I was like, okay, I'm I'm willing to give these this genre more of a shot. And then when I heard Returnal was a roguelike and it looked great, it was up my alley. I was like, all right, I'm getting this game. And that's so crazy. That's yeah. crazy because Hades, like, I looked at Hades, I was like, there's no way this game is entertaining. And then I saw Returnal, I was like, I gotta play this shit. <laughs> so I don't know, it's just kind of reverse to me, but um, I'm glad I did. I, I finished it over the weekend. It's a great game, it's really cool. Okay. Returnal's really cool. I don't know if I'll ever get into it because because of the whole <clears throat> roguelike thing. Maybe though, because you can finish it pretty quick. Like, if once you get used to it, can't you finish Returnal like? In like one sitting, that's how you're supposed to finish it anyway, right? Or not? Nah? Eventually, you can definitely finish it in one sitting. Um, but the way it's kind of like built out is you obviously you go around, you're doing things, you're building up your character, you're buffing your character as much as you can by doing the various things, and then you go straight through to like the final. You have to go through the different levels to the final boss. The game really is like two hours. I know, in all honesty. Okay, if see you play it straight through. That might incentivize me because I was talking on a stream last night about how back in the day I used to just always complain about games being short. Even with, uh, you know, Miles Morales, when we were talking about that at the end of last year, I'm just like, I fuck mm. with these short games, please. Because <laughs> like, I play JRPGs and like, and it's just like, they take so long, bro. They take so long. You put one on your list, then you out of commission from playing new shit for a minute unless you just letting shit sit in your backlog. So that was my my hang up about Returnal. I'm just like, yeah, if I can, you know, play it real quick and get it over with, get it out kind of out the way. You know, I love that as much as I love Persona 5 is 
you know, 150 on one playthrough. Like that's not, you know, Persona 5 Royal. But yeah. um, that that's shit is. Yeah, bro, for real. That shit is crazy, man. It's a time sink. Um, but yeah, that's what's up, man. Um, let's get into what we've been playing. I'm going to start with you, Kevin. All right, so I've been playing some more God of War finally. Uh, it's how, it's how you know I'm not that far into the game. I just got the Blades of Chaos. So, actually, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of far right? I'm, yeah, you're about midway yeah, there. About midway. Oh, okay, cool. So, just unlock those. So yeah, it's still fun. Still enjoying it. The thing about that game is it's it's controls are so different than like other like modern single player story games. It's like <clears throat> I play it for a little bit and I have to like reteach myself to play every time because I only play it like two, three times a week. I don't play it as often as I play like Apex or 2K, something I play like daily. It's like that game, I'm like, oh yeah, can I do this again? I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. He doesn't jump. So I gotta remember I can only jump on certain shit. It's like, oh yeah, Chris is so big and strong. He he can only jump on certain occasions. That's right. So and I always forget about that quick turnaround. If you press down on the pad, you turns around instantly. I forget about that shit at least four times per play. <laughs> you don't play enough Resident Evil, that's why. <laughs> right, right. I never, I've never played one, so yeah. Never? Never? you never played Resident Evil? Not once. So, I, I, so I, I, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I know you said you're not into scary games, right? I know I know you said that's not your genre. Resident scary games, people, movies, <laughs> books. Resident Evil 4 is not that scary. Um, there's some horror imagery or whatever, but you should definitely play it. I've seen it. It's a nice looking game. It's been around for a long time. <laughs> and we getting a remake eventually. <laughs> nice looking game. I remember watching people play it when I was younger and I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. It's a good action it's game. Oh, Resident Evil 5, you can play that with a friend. Things are always yeah, less scary with friends. Isn't that one of the worst ones? Isn't that the one? Yeah, people say that. Game. I'm going to tell you why people say it's one of the worst ones because it's not scary. So there you go. What, 5? Yep. It's not a Resident Evil game. After yeah, five it's it's an action game that's painted with Resident Evil. Don't, don't play RE6. Yeah. Don't play RE6. Don't, don't do that to yourself. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that either. Definitely do not do that. I'm pretty sure I wasn't going to do it to begin with, but I appreciate you guys letting me know again. Nah, bro, I'm telling you, RE5. You play that with a friend, and, and it's also because of the co-op AI. That's why people shit on it. It's not Resident Evil because it's not scary, and your co-op AI partner is a piece of shit. So if you play it with an actual friend and you don't like scary games, it's an action game. It's it's right up your alley. It's it's good, man. It holds up. Yeah, yeah, not true. Speaking but, of holding up, uh, Kratos, you know, what I'm saying he's been holding up his part of the bargain. He's been beating these enemies. He's just trying to he's trying to get to the end, and I really appreciate it. Um, I'm enjoying that game. I don't know about any other games y'all talk about. These, <laughs> evil, these evil residents. I don't know why they stay there. Still. <laughs> but yeah, I've been, playing, I've been playing God of War. Man, it's been good. After I finish this, like I said, I'm finally gonna uh, play Assassin's Creed. I think it's one of these. I have so many single player games. I gotta finish. I, I still haven't beat. Assassin's Creed Odyssey or Origin, and I own them both. And I know they're both going to take me three years to finish. So, yeah. And then after that, I was going to power my way through Uncharted because I own them all, but I only played part of the first one. I've never finished all of Uncharted. So, during during the PS3 era, I had added 360, so I missed all of the Uncharted. Yeah, me too. Uh, Yeah. I had to play catch up too. Yeah, I, I got the um, you know that collection that came out with one and two and three. I got that. Yeah, 
Yeah, because I because I missed that whole boat. So when I think when they announced Uncharted Four, I said, "Let me get this game a shot." So I bought the collection and I just binge played all three of them to get mm-hmm. caught up. And then by the time I got to like the second one, I was like, "Yeah, I fuck with this game." And then yeah, I have the collection and I have four, so so I have all of them. Mm-hmm. That's gotta do it because I like I said I played like half of the first one and then I got caught up playing something else. But it was just like it was like trying to you know so it's older game mechanics was like dog. Mm-hmm. It's kind of old. Yeah. Even when I played the new school Tomb Raider, it felt smoother. But it was like it was kind of based on Uncharted, so I got it. Right. I have all those too, but I haven't I haven't beat the third one yet. I'm pretty sure I beat the first and the second. I ain't beat the third one. Yet. So anyway, yeah. it cool. Besides uh, God of War, I've been playing 2K like always. Uh, we need mm-hmm. to we need to get the game back together so we can get back online and get these dubs. Willie, let me know when you ready. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, and then know. Apex, like usual. That's my that's my go to. Right. I'm liking arenas. I'm liking arenas. Me too. Yeah. Um, Even though I be getting exposed sometimes, I still like it. Arenas will expose the fuck out you, bro. You mix too much, niggas. I'm like, bro, what you what you here for? What you here for? That's true. That shit is nerve wracking. Um, especially because I'll I've been like fucking around with sniping on arenas, and because I'm streaming it. Because it's not like, oh, I'm looking for somebody to shoot. Like, you go see somebody to shoot in arenas. And it's just like missing three missing all the shots. It's like, oh, shit. So <laughs> arenas has been kind of nerve-wracking, um, especially on stream. My go-to gun is the G7 in arenas. It's like, it's got the range, but mm-hmm. it's also fast enough. Because, like, okay. the, the fire rate's so quick. Because, I mean, I fuck with G7 in general. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you even put the two times on it, you, you can tag people across the map pretty quick. So I fuck, I fuck with the G7. Arenas is kind of where I go to experiment. I've ta- I've definitely taken a G seven and a uh, like a thirty thirty uh, the bow. I just I just kind of test shit out, see how I rock with it, and um I've done better with the G seven than not. But um Willie, what you been playing, bro? Uh, so I started finally Resident Evil eight or Resident Evil Village Resident Evil eight um yesterday, loving it. Got about two and a half hours in, um but yeah, it's really dope. I uh, love the mechanics. I love the uh, the new enemies, the werewolves and the uh, and the, the 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 sisters and all that other stuff. It's it's, it's really cool. A uh, new dynamic to the whole Resident Evil thing, but it still feels familiar to Seven in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, with Ethan with Ethan coming back and that motherfucker for some reason is, is impervious to all forms of pain and, and punishment. <laughs> like that bro, that bro goes through it and just keep getting mm-hmm. up and going. I'm like, bro, how you keep taking this punishment? Yo, Jack- so, yeah, Jack, I'm do. Right. So, uh, but it's dope. So I'm gonna play more tomorrow on stream. Uh, I did finish uh, before that. Though, I did finish uh, Ratchet and Clank PS4. Great game. It's my first Ratchet and Clank game. Um, started it and, and finally beat it. Can't wait for the new one for PS5. The the Rift Apart one. But yeah, I'm a I'm definitely a fan. It's definitely one of the most fun games I've played in recent memory. Um, mm. So definitely, if you never played that one, play Ratchet and Clank at all. Uh, play that one for sure. Uh, play some Apex. Uh, Got a dub played on stream today. Got a dub in arenas. Uh, really, really sunk my teeth in Valkyrie. Uh, today I'm really digging her. Like I might, I might pick her up because I've been playing with Fuse and Revenant a lot lately. But um, I really like Valkyrie's uh the way that she moves around. I like the flight mechanics. I like her mobility is really, really good. Because I don't have a character that I really play that has like great mobility. So she might be the one. Um, because I tried to do Horizon, but I really just kind of fell off with Horizon and um. You know, I played Bangalore like early, but she was still more of a foot soldier type type character, so it didn't really work out. But Valkyrie might be the one I might stick with. I also played some mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat 11. 
uh, combat season or combat league just wrapped up. So I had to get some more uh, gear and whatnot, but playing that. And I think that's about it. I don't think there's anything else that I'm missing. Mm, no, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll do my games. I do want to circle back into a Resident Evil 8 non-spoiler review after um, Sonny gets his games in. I haven't played it, so it'll just be between Willie and Sonny, because, Kevin, you have not played it, correct? <laughs> <laughs> Your audio cut out, but I read the fuck out that lip. man around. It cut out. I will be knowing. Yeah, it just, it just be, I don't know, Discord be iffy, man. But um, damn. So so last night I did something that I thought I would never do. I played Apex Legends on the Switch, and um, <laughs> do that. Why you do that? You play on the worst one. I ain't even done yet. You in the toilet? For, any, for anybody who might be listening to this podcast for the first time, I own a PS Five, a Series X, and a gaming PC that can play the thing at sixty frames per second. But <laughs> because I was playing Astro Chain last night, right? Astro Chain, love it, great game, whatever. But um, one of my pet peeves is getting lost on stream. So when I get lost on stream, especially if it's like 20 minutes or something, switch games. Shit's boring. So um, because I didn't want to switch consoles, I was like, I got Apex Legends here. Let's, you know, play it for shits and giggles or whatever. Um, shit looked like it looked ashy, as JP put it. It looked like like if you rubbed your TV in Vaseline. And then, like, instead of grass, you use Play-Doh for the textures. Like, and then you uh, you made it the frame rate of a Charlie Chaplin film. Like, that's what that shit was like. Now, that's not even the whole story. Um, so, played on Switch. Right, right, right. And um, almost got a dub in one of the games. But, like, one of the dudes, like, backed out. It was, like, four people left. And I was still alive, dude. Just, like, fuck it. I quit. Or, you know, he was on Switch, so probably fuck it, I quit. So, whatever. Um, so, back out into the lobby, I look into the lobby, and who do I see but a Bash guitar? For those of you who do not know a Bash, a Bash plays on PC only. So, this meant that it was time to go into crossplay territory with people who were playing on PC with my Nintendo Switch. So, people with a hundred. Why would you do that to people? Because it's Why funny. I thought they said they wasn't doing that. With, with people with a hundred plus frame rate. So a bash join me and J Loud join me. And I'm telling you, bro, shit. <laughs> like shit was <laughs> shit was hilarious, bro. But uh that's why I did it because it was hilarious, and I know that I, I try to give people, you know, my viewers, you know, unique experiences. And how many Apex Switch streams you done seen? I ain't seen none. none? So <laughs> there's a reason for that. But no, that shit was crazy as hell. Um, speaking of Respawn, I also finished off Titanfall 2's campaign. I started that again last week, but I went back to it because of the whole uh, 120 FPS uh, frame rate boost on Series X. And I think that's on Series S as well. Um, man, that campaign is underrated. Go back and play it or play it for the first time. The the story, the story I remember liking a lot. Um, it was the gameplay stuff that I had kind of forgotten about. I was just like, God damn, like these set pieces are, it's crazy because I don't really, you know, I know I talk about Halo a lot, but it's because I I really didn't like FPS games like that until Halo came around. But um, there's only a few FPS campaigns that I really love. 
Um, that would be like most, most of the Halo franchise, you know, the Doom games um, and Titanfall 2 is right up there with it. To go from having no campaign at all to like that campaign that they gave us in Titanfall 2. Um, fucking amazing. I agree. Um, like I said, I played Astro Chain. I got my fifth Legion today, the Axe Legion. So I'm near the end of that game. And old school Saturday was Pokemon Crystal, uh, a classic. And um, it's it's still good. Alright. Sonny, what have you been playing? Um, well, like I said, I uh finished Return over the weekend. Um and you know, I went through the whole process. Obviously, I didn't turn off my Xbox. I, you know, put down set, you know, sleep mode, the whole thing. But I worked on it for like for like a week, maybe two. Something like that. Um Yeah, I just went through the paces, man. It's a very entertaining game. Uh very visual on the vis- heavy on the visuals, heavy on like catching tension and moments and stuff like that. Great with just the sound design and all those things. It's just a a really well made game for something that's not a triple A title. And that's what's being like that's people I think people are always like also forgetting that point of it. It's from a new studio called Housemark and they they just nailed it. They completely nailed it. It was a great game. Um ending leaves off kinda like with some question marks, uh, but I guess it's kind of to be expected. You kind of have to dig around into the lore and all that other stuff, but I'm not going to talk too much about it before Eric steals more stars. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. Other than that, I started Resident Evil 8, um, Resident Evil Village. Again, amazing game. Uh, it was one of my anticipated games of the year. I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. Um, without saying too much a lot of creepy moments uh the, everything with uh lady d and the sisters um i have i was, I was telling i was telling my chat that i have a thing where i hate the feeling of being chased like that that's like uh it tr- triggers me immediately so when like uh resident evil 2 remake came around and you had uh mr x and then you had a uh, nemesis resident Evil 3. i hated those i mean i still played through the game but I hated those moments. I hate those moments, but you love it because it's like it builds your adrenaline. But this was different. <laughs> this was completely different. You turn around, you see this big, tall, massive woman. She's looking down at you and she's like talking all the shit because she's talking to you. You know, Nemesis don't talk to you. Mr. Fex don't talk to you. She's talking to you. She's mm-hmm. telling, I'm going to kill you when I catch you. Run all you want. I'm just like, this is terrifying. But, um, Still cool, still a great game. I'm in this very, very scary part of the game. Again, no spoilers, but uh, so far for it, this particular moment that I'm in, again, when games are good at catching tension, this is one of those moments. It's, it's just a great game. And then, you know, like everybody else, I'm playing Apex. Um, been playing Arena a lot. Me and my homies been playing Arena a lot. Um, getting a lot of dubs. Uh. I think I'm going to settle on playing with uh, Fuse for the most part. I played, you know, I'm a Wraith main. If people that do know me, I'm a Wraith main. But Fuse, I feel like I can play more aggressively. So um, I'm sticking with Fuse for our arenas. I'm getting more wins. I'm getting more kills for it. I think I What's that face, best. Kevin? Uh, I'm not used to people saying they're a Fuse main. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm a main. Really He's my backup. I'm, I'm always going to be I'm always gonna be for Wraith. But for arenas, I think... Fuse has more utility that um, that I'm 
that I can take that I can take advantage of. Um, I like his cluster bombs. I like the fact that he can uh, throw grenades farther and more accurately. Um, and then it's just a gameplay after that. He still has he's still fast enough. He still has good enough movement. Um, yeah, it's just it for the most part. It's just it's the main thing is is that his cluster bombs almost act like the second or third grenade that you can just kind of purchase. Um, and that very seldom do I purchase his uh, alt and use it. But I use it like in a clutch situation when, when it's time to push uh, for Arena. But yeah, I think he's uh, he's he's best for it for me. I've been like Arenas. I mean, Pathfinder is my boy in Arenas. I saw. I was watching some of the players Pathfinder earlier today, and was bodying, going insane Pathfinder, and he was using the L Star, and I was just like. I'd be questioning everything. L Star is dangerous up close. I've been saying it for Man. a minute. Up close, the L Star will shred you. As soon as you move ten feet away, you ain't hitting shit with that. Like eight feet, oh, they're gonna drop. They're gonna drop. Yeah, Pathfinder definitely has a lot of potential for uh, for arenas. Just the you know the whole movement thing, like Willie was talking about. Um, but Bangalore has been my main ever since they fucked over Caustic so hard. Um, and, and after, you know, like I haven't played with Lifeline in a minute, but I was playing with Lifeline for a while and I might, you know, go with it every now and then. But um, Bangalore, like, you know, when she gets aimed at and she gets that little speed boost, like I can dance around people like crazy. And it's one of the funniest shits ever. So I love that shit. Um, bouncing back to Resident Evil 8 real quick. How many hours do you have in it, uh, Willie? Do you know? Um, I'm about two and a half, a little bit under three hours. So I'm okay. at, um, I'm at the, well, I'm not going to spoil but I'm pretty much at the point where um, you meet the Duke inside, like, the place. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm going to say that. That's the okay. first time that it. So, so, but um, going back to what Sonny said about the tension, I completely agree with that because from the moment that I started the game all the way th- during that entire stream, mm-hmm. that first playthrough, I never... I always felt tense. I always felt on edge. Mm-hmm. I always felt like, all right, I got to keep my head on the swivel. Like I never was able to kind of just relax and like, you know, really like, you know, just like, oh, I'm playing the game. It's, it was a constant feeling of tension and like some something's nearby. Something's always nearby. Something's always lurking. Mm-hmm. Something's always yeah. around the corner. I felt that constantly. And I was like, this is great because this is what I love about you know, a horror game, especially Resident Evil, but horror games that can continue to just put you in that mode and not make you feel like, okay, I, I, I can expect this or that. You don't know what to expect. And I'm only two hours in, so I know it's going to be even more crazy as the game goes. Mm-hmm. But just in those first two hours, they did a good job establishing the fact that, that you're going to be on edge the entire time you're playing this game. So get used to it. Don't get There's no rest period. Even when it's like calms down, it doesn't last for long at all. Right. So you don't feel like it starts off slow. Uh, you either, Sonny, like Not no slow burn type no. of shit. No, mm. nope. Sonny, how far are you into it? No, I'm time wise, maybe probably five or six hours in, okay. and um, you know, still no spoilers or nothing like that. But uh, one thing that they do really well is just the use of sound. Uh, mm. When you realize how deafening silence is, it's loudest. It's loudest fuck. But it's silent. Like you just you it's almost disorienting at times when you walk around and you only hear your footsteps. You're expecting to hear something else and you might hear like the floor creak or something weird like that in the middle of everything. But 
just those little nuances kind of keep you on, you know, on a swivel. And then when things do pick up, they pick up, you know, there's just moments of, okay, all right, it's action time. It's time to do these things, blah, 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 blah. Um, But it's just, and the graphically, it's just a beautiful game. It's beautiful. It's just terrifying at the same time, you know? Okay. Um, But yeah, I'm enjoying every second of it right now. All right. I want to finish as soon as I can because um, I enjoy watching speedruns, especially for Resident Evil games. And um, I read that the most recent, well, the world record right now is one hour, 36 minutes. So I want to actually watch a run, but I don't want to watch it and have the game spoiled for me right now. So. Okay. So uh neither of you so far felt like your seventy dollars have been wasted or you know, no disappointments, even though you've been anticipating this game for, you know, years maybe. None of that, right? No. I paid fifty because I got it on PC, Ooh. but yeah. Oh <laughs> I only paid I only paid sixty for mine, so it was a regular price. Okay. We bought like the deluxe version of it, but I just got the regular. But yeah, I I feel like Already, I feel like I got my money's worth because I feel like they really upped the ante with this one. Hey, all right, sounds good then. I agree. <sighs> Speaking of up and ante, does that does do you, do you ever chase the tall white woman or no? You still <laughs> running the tall white woman? Oh no, you're running from the tall white woman. No, you are running. running from I mean, her. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you will, you will most likely like. Well, I, where I'm at, I haven't ran from her yet. Because every time I've come across her, I've been in a position where I can't really run. So, uh, but even her presence there just feels so intense and and dominant. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you know, business is about to pick up when 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 Lady D is around. So, and and it's just it's just it's a great game. It's out of the gate. It's like I can tell they put a lot of work and effort into so much of this game already. Y'all think she's gonna die at the end? What's the what what percentage chance you think like? You're going to kill her in the end, like a 70% or like... I'm assuming you're going to have to fight her at some point, so she's going to have to die. That's if a 99. Fight her, she don't have to die. That's so a 99. That's a 99. It's a Resident yeah, Evil yeah, game. Yeah, you're going to have to... Every, everything you come across in a Resident Evil game, you're going to have to fight eventually, and they don't have to die to progress. So it's, no just spoilers. How, it's just how you're going to fight and how that fight's going to go is the crazy part. Yeah, that's why I didn't say anything. I'm like... But at the same time, like no spoilers, there's something way more terrifying than her in that game. <laughs> All right, here's the elephant. There's an elephant in the room here. Um, do y'all have any thirst for Lady D? Y'all, y'all seen it in, in 4K? Not- you have you seen it? Have you seen <laughs> all of that? Yep. Who ain't got that? I want all her toes in my mouth. Look, look <laughs> give me five minutes and a prayer. All right, five minutes and a prayer. Okay. I might not. I might not come back. Kevin said no. Right. Right. No, maybe. You might be safe with the Bible, bro. Bro, you know, use that as protection. I, I, I have to want to be in the room to begin with, and it's like, no, I'm good. I'm not. I'm not into this. Cause shit, y'all don't see that in 4K. I only see her on YouTube videos in like 1080p, man. You know, see see JPEGs and shit. <laughs> All right. Oh, now that that's out the way. <laughs> Back to Apex, man. Um, they nerfing a couple weapons. Um, mm-hmm. The bow check bow and the Spitfire, right? It's only those two, yeah? That's the only one. Yeah, I realize. Yeah, so with the Spitfire, that's what I know is mostly the Spitfire. The the, the ammo capacity has been nerfed. Um, so even when 
You get the uh, because I used to love a full clip, a level three uh, mag Spitfire for 55. Now you only get 50 in there. I mean, still good, but it's like that 55 was mm. use Rampart. Yeah, I don't. Mm. If you use mm. use Rampart and you pay, it gives Ramparts. They dropped the damage down from 1918, which is all right. I still feel like um, that's very conservative. Um, if they were, because you're still going to get the complaints regardless. It, mm-hmm. They're really dropping it mainly because they're getting their complaints. Um, I know that a lot of pros are feel a way about it. They're not fully, uh, they're not fully like, oh, it's unusable. The only thing they're really, oh, it's unusable or, oh, it's too OP is the bow. The bow is the one thing that really needed to be nerfed, and I still don't feel like they nerfed that thing enough. I got the bow is insane. Bow. I got hit with the bow. I was I was in a trios match today. I got hit. I was I was ducking my. Some, first of all, if you if, if someone's good with that bow, they're deadly. But I got hit with the bow one time at a at a level a level three shield. I got hit one time. My shield was gone with that bow, <laughs> like, completely gone. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, bruh. You funny is. Bo Jackson, because I don't get it, bro. I haven't come across any of these nice Bo people. Man, I, I have. <laughs> I don't know who these Robin Hood, these Robin Hood mofos, these archery level five Damn, mofos are. But... You might not know it, Kev. You might be getting hit by that shit before you know you dead. Because yeah. all you hear is <laughs> <laughs> like the hell, the hell. You know, you just get cracked. You just get cracked instantly. And before you can look look left or right, boom, headshot you down. And before Maybe you I- know, you on somebody's uh. Um, highlight reel on Twitter. <laughs> Some insane shot they did on you. You try to get away. <laughs> it's also like I don't know. Like I've, every time I pick the bow up, not a damn thing happens. I am nowhere near calling myself a whole Tim Tebow out here because I'm trash with the bow. Not Tim Tebow. But everybody swears that they nice with the bow, and I was like, okay. I'm not. I tried it. I tried it in arenas, and I was no. ass with it. I've never tried it in um trios, but arenas. I tried it. Bro, I can mm-hmm. hit shit. I'm trying to be like Rambo out here, y'all. I'm trying to right. get nice. Bro, just give me, just give me a regular gun with bullets to shoot. Yeah, facts. Uh-huh. It's, it's definitely something that, that I'm not picking up as frequently. I've done it a couple times just for the memes, but I, I knew even when they announced it, I was like, I'm not gonna use that. Me too. Real, <laughs> yeah. That would be. I was like, you know what? They said it's hard to use. This is gonna be like a longer range wingman. I was like, you know what? I want to get nice with it because I hate the wingman. I never use that shit. I'm garbage at the wingman. Wingman's great. I said, I said but the bow? I'm a whole Robin Hood out here? I could be like Robin of Locksley? Come on, bro. I could be like Hawkeye this bitch? Come on, bro. I got to do it to him. I could be Green Arrow or Speedy. On, Speedy. Speedy. I, I like being good with uh, as many guns as possible, just so I can be versatile. Just so when I drop, I'm just like, oh, no, not a, you know, insert gun here. But the bow is one of them guns where, or weapons, that it's just going to take some more time. I ain't giving up on it entirely. But, um, right. I don't know. I'm kinda, I don't I don't know how I feel about them nerfing it already. Because I, I kind of wanted to use it as it was, like, overpowered. But now that they nerfed it already, I'm just like, oh, well, I don't know. That's how you know it was bad out the mm-hmm. gate. When they, have to, when they have to nerf it, like, a whole week later, in the middle of the week, they're like, all right, we're, we're sorry, guys. We're sorry. <laughs> we gotta bring this one down a little bit. Those videos that the videos that I saw on Twitter, uh, one one dude knocked them out of a, um, dropping, 
they were dropping from the they were like air dropping oh. and like just knocking them out two of them and i was just like are you insane you gotta be crazy and it's wow. like it's it's not even that it's, it hits so hard it's so mm-hmm. damn accurate and it goes so fucking far it's like there's mm-hmm. just no end to it it's like yo it's an arrow arrows aren't that effective right yeah they don't drop yeah. too uh too far so i definitely know what you mean but i'm a uh I'm gonna definitely give it some more shots. No pun intended. But um Or pun intended. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's intended. Use, use all the puns while while the bow is still good. You gotta use elbow references a couple times. <laughs> and put bow in it. I'm trying to be I'm trying to have these perfect rainbow shots of people, bro. Trying to throw them bows like losing. I'm gonna exactly. tie it in the bow and give it to somebody else. I ain't keeping that shit. <laughs> yeah. Right, you about to exercise with that bow flex? so the um the nerfs i feel like it was already implemented today right i was in a twitch stream and yeah yeah yeah. they were like yeah they already nerfed it Mm -hmm. so yep the thing with like real quick though with the spitfire the spitfire i feel like it was only a matter of time people have been complaining about this weapon since last season and it kind of reminds me of the way the havoc used to be a couple seasons back a couple seasons back the havoc was the scariest gun in the game like by far. That's why they had to start messing up its bullet path and mm-hmm. making it look more complicated because people was murdering with the havoc. It was even easier to control before it had less recoil. They messed up like they made the recoil more difficult on it and now people don't use it as much but it still does a crazy amount of damage if you can control it. Same thing with the devotion used to be overpowered as well but now it's only overpowered if you've got um, turbocharger. A devotion without a turbocharger is like a regular ass gun. Like, you, don't, you don't even mm-hmm. see the more like no definitely not yeah so um but they they fucked up the recoil pattern on the spitfire a little bit too and they're like oh yeah nerf it some more it's not enough so and um (laughs) spitfire was definitely my go-to gun i would do like double heavy with spitfire and um the hemlock that's my shit too you can do spitfire and a hemlock oh i mean it's gotta come to a point where you just gotta play the game how it is Mm -hmm. i mean I don't care how many people actually complain about it. I mean, if you're going to nerf the Spitfire into non-existence, you know, to a point where it's just like, it's a complete pointless gun because people are upset that it has a large magazine. It doesn't doesn't, doesn't make sense. You know, leave it with some kind of power, with some kind of like magazine size to it, and then just play the game at this point. Bro, that's exactly how I feel about all these nerfs. It's just like, with with Legends, I I get it. The thing is, Mm -hmm. no, 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 um, because... I'm sorry. Caustic, yeah, nerf. Ah, whatever. I, I was saying, no, nah, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. I was saying with legends, I get. I understand like how a legend could be overpowered. Not everybody can use every legend at any time. But if you feel like, oh, that weapon's overpowered, then use that fucking weapon then. Yeah. Spitfire's too strong. Right. Use a Spitfire and win. Right. You'll find your own Spitfire. <laughs> you have a Spitfire off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But they nerfed um, the hell out of uh, Horizon. That's why I like mm-hmm. Horizon now too. Horizon Everyone's fell off. Pun intended. Pun intended. Yeah, no, nah, they, they fucked up Horizon. Um, they need to go ahead and bring Caustic back, bro. They need. They need. They need to bring him to something yeah. like it's gas. Nothing. Man, did y'all see that chart up? I think I retweeted that shit today. It was like, here's all I the shit you can do at Caustic Gas. Bro, like, <laughs> that shit was like, I'm, file your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> played caustic since they nerfed him, right. and people don't even be scared of the gas. People be like, "Oh, is gas on here?" Yeah, that's yeah. Nice. I don't know about any business, right? 
Like, bro, you throw your whole oat down. People in there resin, having a chat. <laughs> they massacred. They're just looting. <laughs> shit. Like, bro, what is this? Like, Right, doing double dutch. Respect. Let me give you all a list of things you could do while it caustics gas. And I'm assuming this is like accurate until it gets into the obvious jokes. But you could pop a Phoenix kit. That takes 10 seconds. You could pop two shield batteries. You could pop four shield cells. You could revive a teammate. You could revive a second teammate. You could craft a new backpack and wait until it's done. And you could grab a cup of coffee, light a cigarette. And you could just chill until the enemy caustic dies of spite. So it's like, bro, they made him into a joke, man. <laughs> That's a good, my boy. Good. Nerf him some more. Nah, man. Nah, Heavy man. Too. Now, using caustic is a waste of time. You don't ever it's see trap- him. His traps are just beacons so let you know where people at at this point. They're not really used for any type of mm-hmm. attack or like locking up bills because people don't care no more at all. At all. You know, um, in Rainbow Six, there was a character very similar to Caustic. That's why I can't say I can't talk too much shit because he was actually my main in Rainbow Six. It was a uh, Legion. So Legion had little traps too that if you step on them, they poison you and they gradually hurt you until you pick them out your leg or whatever. So and you use them same thing. You use them as like you know a radar type of thing to know what direction they're in. But they nerfed him. You couldn't tell exactly what direction you know where the uh, traps are coming from. So they nerfed that and they nerfed the pain and all that stuff. So I, I understand where Eric's coming from, but I still used Legion because, you know, I was good with my shots. I didn't rely on my shots. Rely? Tra- I mean, to it's a tool. Everybody. Too damn big so, to be sitting out here saying, oh, I hit my shots. You a big ass target. Caustic is a blimp of a person. And you talking about some old, oh, yeah, I'm a whole fighter jet. Hit your shots. Nah, bro, it's not the same. It's not the fucking same. <laughs> it's something. That's real, man. Well, you see a lot less caustics, and you're going to see a lot less PS5s. <laughs> so, oh, uh, here you go. You know? You know? I'm, I'm not mad at that transition. Yeah, it was pretty good. I don't I, I I hold you. I, I told you. I don't like it, but, you know, get your shit off. I told you to. To to pre order these things? No, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. <laughs> All right. So you might be waiting until 2022. Um, these shortages due to the pandemic is just unprecedented, yo. And it's not even just PS5s. It's like you know all electronics, but they in limited supply, man. Um, people have given up, and you can still you can still get a PS5. I guess if you're just like really on your shit. But the analysts, you know, it's always the analysts. They say any shortages will go into 2022. So how are we feeling about it, man? Don't matter. We I got mean, PS5s. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 You don't hurt, don't hurt us none. Every person doesn't have a PS5. It also doesn't hurt me either because there's no PS5 games out besides Returnal. So there's something that really isn't delaying anything important to be honest with you until ps5 games start rolling out at a more like reasonable rate then maybe it'll become an issue but as of right now it's really not affecting anything so um i think um at the current moment yeah there's nothing out um but when you look at something like that's going to have a huge fanfare like a final fantasy 7 remake integrate 
there are a lot of upset people are mad players right now. They Put it on PS4. You you can't play on PS4. That's the whole point. It's 60 frames a second. It's being played the way it's meant to be played. That game is hard locked at 30 on PS4. And then the loading times, you know, you're not gonna put you're not gonna want that. You're gonna have another uh cyberpunk situation if you do that. And nobody wants that. Um, and it's it what sucks even more is that, you know, with the whole shortage, you know, there's yeah, there's a shortage in supply, but how many people actually have them is the other thing. Mm Because you have these bots buying them. And when they're buying them, they're not selling they're either selling them at like inflated prices or they're using the GPUs for crypto mining. So it's hard enough to even get a system, let alone a PC or a GPU. It's just, it all falls into that whole big thing. It's just people just can't get, you know, the systems or the GPUs that they want right now. Yeah. Um, and and I'm just glad that the PS5 and the Series X, to an even greater extent, are backwards compatible, you know? and they And they improve the old games. So it's not just like, Oh damn! I got a PS Five and it's collecting dust, and and it kind of is, but <laughs> but I can still play my old shit on it. You know, it's it's not like oh damn, I got this shit for nothing. But like no, I, you know, it's doing you know it's doing shit better. It's loading shit quick. It's uh you know it's doing its job. But you know it's it goes into what we were talking about with Deathloop being delayed again. It's just like well. You know, not that many people are going to be missing out because not that many people have PS5s to be playing this game. So they're kind of just making these Xboxes look better, low key. Oh, I mean, I don't not, know about not really because better. yeah, not necessarily because if Xbox didn't have Game Pass, and even if they, even so that they got Game Pass, there's still there's still no real games even on Xbox side that's came out that's been like, oh, you got to have the Series X to get this game. It's like both systems. Yeah, well, it's easier to buy, yeah, but it's still it's still you know hard to come by. You mean you, when they still do drops, people still sell out and buy them up. It's just yeah. not as crazy as PS Five. But the and point is, both systems, no matter what, both systems haven't really produced content for their systems to really make you want to say, "Oh, I need to have it." But right. for the ones like us who have it already, we know that in the future it's going to happen. So it sucks for these people who still are waiting it out, knowing that they got to keep waiting it out unless they want to sit. Oh, and drops or wait for drops and be able at three in the morning trying to catch Best Buy or, or Walmart to try to get one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's not that big of a deal because like I, said, I can see if they were rolling out crazy games regularly. Like mm-hmm. the first true, I would say exclusive, maybe was Returnal that just came out um, for PS5. And then we got, you know, Ratchet and Clank coming up in the summer and, and, and Final Fantasy. So yeah. Obviously, this might be a good thing because by the time you can get a system, you'll have a, a gang of games that are already out that you can just pick up and get and not have to worry about waiting every three, four or five months for a new game. So mm-hmm. maybe it's a blessing in disguise. But it's yeah, still and I agree with that because, I mean, even in um, especially with, as far as PlayStation is concerned, I mean, they have exclusives, whereas, you know, Xbox still doesn't have anything that's Xbox exclusive yet. I mean, it's out. It'll be out for Xbox, but I'll just get it on PC, you know, you know, or get it on PlayStation. It's never so far. It hasn't been something that's Xbox exclusive. They don't have or they haven't had the releases to come out. They haven't had the studios that have those games that are just strictly for the new Xbox um, to drop anything just yet. And I don't think they, I mean, yeah, I don't think they will. They don't they don't care to um, yeah. make anything console exclusive scale bound. Um, so. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, I read the chat. Um, so, you know, they said they're doing this new uh, PS5 model with the new uh, like CPU chips or whatever. So that might uh, increase stock, but who knows when that'll actually be. And then who's to say, like, I mean, are they going to be equivalent CPU chips? Are they going to be, you know, lesser quality? Like, how's that going to work out? Because people ain't going to be happy the fact that they got to pay the same price for not getting the same things as the people who got day ones mm-hmm. with probably superior, uh, superior hardware. It's going to be like them switches. Remember, switches drop. Oh, oh, OG switches had the issues, but then the, the new round of switches was better. Yeah, because that was addressing issues, but this is this is a shortage of, of actual parts. So they're trying to find a way to replace the parts that they can't get with another part. So what I'm saying is, like, are they going to have a part that's equivalent to that part, or are they going to just find something that's a bit of a downgrade just so they can be able to produce systems and, you know, get, get consoles out? So that's what I'm wondering. And to be completely honest, I mean, what more is that new model really going to do? Oh no! It's gonna the game's gonna have even less non-loading time. <laughs> uh, this, right. It's just not even possible at this point, you know. And I was saying that before these new gen, you know, these new gen uh, consoles came out. It's just like right, really at this point, it's not even the graphics. It's really just gonna be about loading, mm-hmm. you know. It's just gonna, like even with the uh, new Xbox, mm-hmm. it switches from one game to the next. Great, you know, seamlessly, and that's that's awesome. Even then with the PlayStation, there's no loading screen whatsoever. Great, wonderful. You're coming out with a a new PlayStation. That's, it's. I mean, not new, but something with the added CPU. That's. There's only about so much processing you're going to do at this point. Yeah, it's not going to improve it from what I've read. It's just a. I don't know. It's they basically MacGyver in the console where it's just like, all right, we gonna switch out this part for something else, and it's gonna function the same way. So I don't think. You know, anybody who bought it earlier, anybody who buys it later, will be at some type of uh, advantage or disadvantage. It just um, is what it is. You know, this is this is almost a non-story as well um, because we knew these supplies would be short. Not maybe not this short. Twenty twenty two is crazy, and I still think yeah. that because um, we've been seeing more and more people get their PS fives in twenty twenty one. Willie, you got yours fairly recently, so um, as long as y'all like keep your eyes on Twitter and really like just stay in the know and. You know, don't be driving up the GameStop. Use your resources. Use the internet. Um, <laughs> you can you can get your hands on one, but um, but you know, like you already know, like we've said, there's not a whole lot of exclusive experiences. There's improved experiences on PS5, but um, you're missing out on that much, except for frame rate. Yeah, and 4K. It. <laughs> and, it's beautiful though. And, and quick, quick, quick loading, mm-hmm. uh, and an improved UI. Yeah. And a better controller. Haptic feedback. Haptic, haptic mm-hmm. feedback. Yeah. Basically, you're basically you, you, you musty. Oh, and it, oh, and it's a uh, it's whisper that's quiet. It don't yeah, sound like. Quiet. Yo, that's the main issue I got with my PS4 Pro, bro. I be in this bitch, bro. I ain't gonna. It be sounding like, like Phil Jackson over there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I legit have to remind myself. Like I be sitting, I be sitting playing whatever, and I'm like. It, it was kind of like that that solace that Sonny was talking about. Like, yo, it's so quiet. But I bet if you were playing Resident Evil 8 on a PS4, you would be, no, be no solace. It'd be no solace. I'm up in here blowing up air mattresses. Lady, <laughs> Lady, Lady, Lady B show up on the screen. That's it. That's a wrap for the PS4. Immersion broken, bro. 
Air pumps and then big ass automatic air mattresses, bro. That's how it's shit. So like a gas trap deploying, right? (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, man. Just you know, good luck to y'all. Good luck to y'all out there. Uh, Look, if you ain't got a PS Five, you gonna just just be diligent. You gonna find one. We have faith in you. I'm not, I'm not like that. Know what I'm saying? He has faith in you. I don't care. <laughs> wow, wow, son. Come on now. Spend it out there. Oh, shit. I'm going to get mine when mine decides it's ready to get got. That's how it's going to be. Like, I'm not rushing it. It's like, cool. You ain't ready yet. That's fine. It is what it is. All right. Well, um, Sonny, myself, Willie, we are. You know, Twitch streamers. Hopefully, Kevin can say, you know, you got to do like two streams to be a Twitch streamer. <laughs> you, you've only done one so far, right? One by myself. Yep. I, I did one solo mission. All right. One solo album. It did not sell that well. But you know what I'm saying? The second solo album, the first one, the first one was just was self titled. This one, I'm, I'm having a name for it. It's probably going to do better. Put some more, put some more marketing behind it. Some late registration. <laughs> yeah. or, or is it going to be the massacre? Nah, but anyway. What you doing? On Twitch. <laughs> on Twitch, on this here platform that we're uh, streaming on every Tuesday night, by the way. Feel free to come pay us a visit. Um, Twitch is looking to expand into sports. Not esports, but broadcasting sports. And based on this image, it looks like they're trying to make this thing into a... It, it, it looks like an ESPN set. Yes. Right here. Um, would this be would this be something that uh, I mean, yo, yo, Willie, are you into sports? Somewhat. I don't. I'm not going to pretend like I sit and watch games mm-hmm. regularly, but I, I I keep up to I keep I, I keep enough up with what's going on to kind of know. But I'm not watching games every day or every week. Okay, figuring out all that stuff. So yeah, I really don't care. But Sonny, you what? are into sports, right? Yeah. yeah okay, and I Kevin, guess. you are into sports. Right, I'm watching the Celtics game right now. So yeah, I'm in the sports. <laughs> there you go. So, so the thing about this is that um, what's actually pretty cool about it is it's Twitch showing that they're trying to expand past you know the the moniker of video games, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, like I mean, they've already yeah, in the hot tubs. <laughs> <laughs> they um, they already have been um, they've already had their deal with NFL, so they've you know they do broadcast certain games on NFL. Um, and with the NBA, they, they do pre and post games on Twitch. So, you know, to see that they're, you know, making more of a stance towards that, that's cool. I just wish that they would have those same conversations with these record labels so the DMCA's mm. taxes as much. But that's a different topic altogether. That's real. Um, I think it's cool. like Go I feel ahead. like one of the major, one of the major pushes for this sports thing. Is because they have a deal to broadcast the Olympics on Twitch. Mm-hmm. So okay. I feel like if you're getting the Olympics, which is like the most paramount sports platform there is, you should probably try to tackle some of these other sports as well. Like, all right, let's see if we can get other sports on here. Like you said, they have to have a level football deal. I feel like Twitch is trying to build themselves as just a platform in general. And I, I respect it. I can't knock yeah. the hustle because ESPN is even trying to get caught up and do more esports things. So now the esports place is trying to get into the sports game. Uh-huh. It's like everybody, everybody want to be like everybody, you know. And you know, a, a major function here is that um, the fact that Twitch has the ability to do more than one stream on, 
on a basic event. So especially when it comes to something like the Olympics, you're going to have one channel that's going to do swimming, one channel that's going to do tennis, one channel that's going to do basketball, so on and so forth. And, you know, in my mind, because I always think about money, uh, <laughs> all that is, you know, ad revenue out the gate. You know, all these channels, all these people are going to be digging into it, so on and so forth. So, um, I mean, good on them. It's a it's a good way to do it. I know YouTube has attempted it a few times with like, um, uh, why am I blanking on the concert? Um, the fucking South by you got it, South by Coachella, Coachella, Coachella. Yeah, you know they did it with Coachella. Um, they did it with uh Made in America Festival where they have like the more than one you know channels or whatever per stage. You know, I think Twitch is more better suited for it, so to speak. Um, especially because they they deal completely in live broadcasts. Uh, I think that Twitch would would be right at home doing stuff like this. I think I can see them doing a lot more than just these sporting events. I can I can see more uh, concerts, more music festivals, stuff like that, Rolling Louds and all that coming out. Um, and partnering with Twitch at some point, I wouldn't be surprised. Just talk to the record labels so we can get this DMCA situation taken care of. <laughs> I feel like it also helps that there are so many Olympic events that aren't televised, and this is going to be their moment to shine. Like, mm-hmm. this is going to be their moment to finally be able to tell people, watch me on this link. You can see me win my gold because, like, you just, you just got to read about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I won this event. And correct me if I'm wrong, weren't they? Uh, they were talking about esports as an actual Olympic thing at some point. So, I mean, they just got breakdancing, so they might as well add esports soon. I'm very yeah. excited. About that about was an actual conversation. Dancing. That was actual conversation. So, I mean, if they were able to do something with that, that would be cool to see. Yeah, that'd be legit. With I that. think um, Twitch, Twitch has been trying to expand into different genres for a while and been trying to get out of the whole, you know, just for gaming identity. Um, and whenever I tell people about Twitch, it's like, oh, you see they play video games? Like, yeah, but... <laughs> It's it's more than that too, you know. Um, you know, for uh, for instance, talk shows like we're doing our talk show podcast on Twitch. We could have chosen YouTube, but um, ultimately, I was like, yo, Twitch is where to go for live content. Like, I've never, you know, this is just me personally. Like, I I, I don't browse around on YouTube looking for uh live wow. content wow. to watch. It doesn't happen. Um, so that's why Twitch was the choice, and there. Uh, Double Toasted, who I'm a big fan of. You might hear me talk about them a lot. But um, Twitch approached them with a contract just being like, yo, um, we were trying to expand. Like, they literally told them, we're trying to expand into talk show type content and we want you on our platform because they were doing their shit independently on their website. And, um, like, they just signed them up to Twitch or whatever. So Twitch is really, you know, I think every type of content you can do live, bro, Twitch needs to reach out. Try to get the sports, try to grab whatever demographic it is. If it's live, they need to try to aim for it. As far as like losing identity or whatever, the gamers are going to be here. Um, They're not going nowhere. I'm not worried at all. Um, But yeah, musically, I think, Sonny, uh, you got a good point. So, you know, they did make an an attempt with that, but they didn't go about it the right way from what I was reading as far as DMCA shit goes. Yeah, they need to just work out an actual deal with. I mean, that's possible. They just they just need to work out a deal, get with all the major, the the big the big major record labels, and then you know have the indie labels you know reach out to them if they want to have their stuff there as well. 
come up with a, a royalty contract where, hey, if, you're, if, if the streamer's playing your song, then whatever their revenue is, you'll get X amount of percentage off of it. And that's it's, it's simple. It's just mm-hmm. about paperwork and getting everybody on the same page. But, you know, people are going to be like, oh, well, what if this streamer who gets X amount of views uses my music? Shouldn't I get some more other than the streamer with 50, 50 views? It's, 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 mm-hmm. it's murky. Everybody yeah. wants to be, and th- and then depending on who the artist is, they might not even want their stuff put on there because they're like, oh, they're playing my music. They can be streaming it on Apple Music or Spotify or or on my website instead of on mm-hmm. here. Even though uh, even though it's free promotion for your stuff, like I mean, it, or it, it's funny. It's how this just depends on how things go with the artist. Yeah, and it's the like you said, it's messy. It's, it's free promotion, and I mean, as an artist, you shouldn't be mad at that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Granted, you're I, not gonna look, get let me find out somebody playing there. my music. Oh, I'm like, what are you? Cool. Let me give them a you know me up. artists have been put on by a streamer. I'm like, yo, what is that? Yeah, exactly. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Like, just, you're gonna be mad at your point zero 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 three cents that you're not gonna mm-hmm. make right. that particular stream. Relax. Because guess what? If someone, if if, some, if you don't, if you miss it on that stream, you know revenue. Uh, but if someone says, "I like what you're playing," let me go buy their actual album. Let me go buy their vinyl or their cd or let me go get a shirt from them from their website because i think they're dope that's even and then you get a fan for life that's even more valuable than missing out on a couple cents on a stream uh, on spotify so i don't know people just this is backwards so hopefully they figure it out you're about to say something kevin yeah oh yeah it was going to be about the different genres that switch really could tap into if they treated their service like a personal broadcast studio type thing i think it would be cool if we even have like cooking shows and shit like that on here. Like I'm saying, like, I feel like any any lane that you have that you feel like recording, mm-hmm. you can turn it, you can turn it into yeah. a whole We got cooking streamers. Shout out to Drunken Booty. I know. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know. Like, but I mean like he doesn't do it like all the time. He's like, you know, I think he's like what once a month he does it. I don't know how often he does it. Oh I think it's like every other Saturday or something. He does it. They're featuring him soon though. Um yeah. Yes yeah, so I feel like lanes like that would mm-hmm. be really good. Like if you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, watch me cook it live. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that would be dope. But like even like fitness stuff, like mm-hmm. if you got like a yeah. fitness channel, you got like daily workouts or something, like you got like a you no, know, like, I feel like that would be dope. Like if you own like a fitness studio, you could have like a your different trainers come on at different times on Twitch, like mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if I you think, got I a nice think. little, if you got a nice little hot tub and you wanna <laughs> showcase stuff. Write names on your face. Right. <laughs> no, but, but I guess at the end of the day, Twitch does need to. I think Twitch is just like I said, it's trying to rebrand itself as not sort of the oh the place you go play video games, but sort of this is the place if you want the place for live content. Twitch is the mecca of live content, of yeah. gaming, music, fitness, sports, Eat. whatever it is, eating whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? Feet. Feet. I thought you said. Bro, if you don't take yourself to, to, to the other website for that, if, if look at people in hot tubs, got any people additional feet too, bro? You gonna see people like look at my. I'm confident there's got to be some feet streamers up there. If there's people, people in hot tubs, got to be some feet people up there. Bro. I mean, you I'm not like watching it. Research, no, so. I'm not watching it. I'm saying like one thing. I feel like it came out of nowhere, bro. <laughs> Bro, you said that was feet. real specific, like feet. Like, you whoa, say, you are you looking right word. now? F was an S feet. Had to jump there. All right, all right. You know what? Live and let live. Yeah, what? Right, you know. what? what? I don't. I'm not a feet hey, person. 
Hey man, you like what you like. That's all right. They about to hop in his DMs. They had nothing to do with me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That was placed upon me. (laughs) Send them feet pics to bloodbath real quick in the DMs. There you go. Please don't do that. Anyway. How do we get here? What's um, that's what made it so wild because we weren't even talking about shoes. But speaking of shoes, <laughs> Xbox, Xbox has got some kicks with some with Adidas. And uh, when I looked at this article, Sonny was like, "What's what's wrong with you, Eric? What's wrong with your face? What are you? What's happening?" And I was looking at the title of this article, and I thought oh, that this no. was something. Oh, what, what in the skippies is these? I thought this was something that Kevin had just like was being funny about in oh, the uh, group me joint. Nah, <laughs> but no, that's literally what Kotaku said. And the title of the article is, oh, no, Xbox and Adidas. What are you doing? <laughs> in a picture of shoes. Bruh, you will get roasted this. into oblivion wearing them shoes. Bro, what? Man. So this is what I was looking at, Sonny. I told him I'd tell him like this. Bruh. So Nike Nike and PlayStation, they got their shoe deal. You know what I mean? Nike and PlayStation make let's, so many good shoes. They let's, just, let's check out their sneakers. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. They just—they just runs. Just it's just a colorway. That's safer than doing whatever the, the hell they trying. It's to got do. the symbols in it. It's got the sacred yeah, symbols in it. That's fire. Yeah. They have a lot of different partnerships exactly. with PlayStation. I'll rock those. Hell exactly. yeah. Adidas, y'all know y'all wrong as hell. And as someone who, who enjoys a good Adidas shoe, I'm upset. I'm upset about this. Like, <laughs> come on now. What is that? What is that? What is that? Is it 200? Say less. Man. I always have some PlayStation shit. They just announced some new Paul Georges recently for the PS5, so they're pretty nice. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what Adidas is thinking of. I don't know. I don't look. I don't know how many hands touched this design and signed off on it. But all those people are, are in trouble with me. All of them are in trouble with me because uh, these shoes are awful. They Terrible. did not talk to anybody. That's and who, like who, who, whose idea was it to take the picture on a bed of rocks? It's, I was looking at that too. Like, why is it on side of rocks, bro? It's like who, who, bro? Come on, nah, because they look dusty. Like I, honestly, bro, this is like you wait, go to a. Wait, what's that thing on the on the on the tongue? Is that on the, the tongue? Of the that's the laces. I guess you have like interchangeable laces. Ultimate laces. Oh, what the fuck oh. with any ultimate green laces on all black shoes? What a what an icy bottom. What the fuck? Horrible. Please let me see somebody wearing these. They go. The gum sole looks horrible. Like, why is it bleeding over? Vic said, "You look. You gotta qualify for disability to wear the shoes, bro." No. Roasting to oblivion and back, bro. Oh my like, god! Hang out with me wearing them shoes. I'm telling and you. And then make fun of you for even make for even trying to support Xbox to begin with. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? They yeah, look like cool. Tony Hawk shoes, bro. They look like straight skater shit, man. Bro, like like shit. like 2001. They look like some Hurleys. Yeah, they look like some DCs. You click the heels, the wheels come out and shit. Not the wheels. Holy shit! You usher, you usher into the club. Usher into the game. <laughs> how many, yo, how many of these you think we gonna see at zero? Oh, at controllerized. At controllerized. Somebody. It's gonna, gonna be one person pop locking in that shit. That's gonna be a day that Eric's gonna have to pull me back from a fight. I'm <laughs> it's happening. I'm not. I'm not gonna stop myself. Oh shit! One man. of those. 
those. That shit happen, got bro. me crying. Yeah, and that, like, if you say one of those, he gonna be he gonna be proud. Like, what you talking about, bro? He's my he's my these my Xboxes. You can start pop locking in the middle of the game. <laughs> like, not Eric. You got that. Nah, these got that. He gonna take that battle out. Yeah, they need to go ahead and scrap those and, and try again. These shoes are crazy, man. Actually, actually no, they don't need to try again. They just not try no more. That's that. They Stick to gaming, another. man. Don't stick to the get their money back right? to these, honestly. Mark's only be like, I know we had a partnership. No, they, they gave that job to the interns. No, they gave that job to one of the interns. <laughs> these were designed by <laughs> our black FedEx Xbox. Wouldn't no intern do this? They need to throw that in the chest where they threw a mixer. Yo. Let me show you this shit one more time. When I saw these, when I was talking about y'all, when I saw these shoes, I said, God, stop throwing them things out. I don't know. Nobody want to see them, man. That shit, nuts. Why you doing them? Why you doing them? I got the shit kind of squeezed so they look like baby shoes. Those are bad, bro. There you go. I wouldn't give those shoes to my guy. I would never. Oh, shit. Your kid can't wear those with you? Hell no! I respect you so much but, more. Now. He goes to he goes to public school. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that to him. I'm not doing that to my child. To me. Oh man! No, that's great shit right there. That's a uh, no, never, never, bro. Um, damn. Yeah, they need real blacks at Xbox. Make a better shoe. Um, all right, those are our news stories for this week. After our commercial break, we'll be getting into one got to go and a question from you. So make sure you're in the discord so you can ask us some anything, not anything. Most things. Um, see you in 60. Well, night, everybody's back and we've all calmed down and we're ready to talk about something else. One got to go. This week's one got to go. I did not. I did not hand make this week's one got to go. Y'all, I went back to the deck of pre-made one got to go. that I bought. Hopefully, it will be as good as the T-Pain debate we had last week. We will see. Well, those at home, also, tweet us which which T-Pain song you said had to go. I'm curious. Everybody has their own personal reasons. I I, I just want to know. Whenever I talk to our fans, they'd be telling me. Ask Sonny oh, right I'm now. This I- Ask Sonny right now. Yeah, I heard that it was a T-Pain. I, I was actually on your side about it. Like, they were saying T-Pain wasn't real. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. Was- yeah, Look, that was a whole. I don't I know that. what they be drinking over there, but it's like this, bro. You're not finna just say T Pain isn't a big deal. Like, I mean, he now he may not drop stuff all the time now, so he's not super relevant on the charts. But musically, bro, that's cat. You're not gonna lie. So I'll give you still writing the hits that everyone's listening to right that's now. That's so I'll be trying to tell you. So I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you last week's one. Got to go real quick. Just a one. Right, cool, cool. T Pain songs. One got to go. Mm-hmm. Buy you a drink. I'm sprung. Bartender and in love with a scribble. I'll, I'll read them again. Nice. Buy you a drink. I'm sprung. Bartender and love with a scribble. Um, and I'm gonna be completely honest about this. I'm sprung is the one that would pick that has to go. And I'm, I can actually tell you why. I remember, and this is way, oh, I think I was in. Turning in radio. No, I just got hired, I think. Um, and I remember this song had just came out and it was like a big hit and it was constantly being played on our station. Um, I remember thinking, this guy's a one hit wonder. I don't like him. He's not gonna last. And look where he is. 
off of that song, that's what I said that to. And I always think about that when I was thinking, when I was thinking about that song. I was like, nah, he's clearly like way better now. But I, I'm Sprung wasn't the song that sold me on it at all. Uh-huh. I respect that. I respect that statement because I've, I've done that about artists and been wrong. But I tell you, I thought Ray Schrumber was one and done with no flex zone. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, these guys are one hit one. They're, they're nothing. And then when they proceeded to drop hit after hit after hit and their albums be good, too. I was like, you know what? Ray Schrumber might be on to something here. But. So crazy story about that. And then because um, I don't want to take up y'all time. When uh, so I can talk about radio stories all day. When they came through and performed for us at our block party for the station. um. Because they came as a paid artist. So basically, they were artists that would pay to be on the stage. So their label at the time paid for it or whatever. We were looking at that name. How the fuck do you pronounce this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we didn't know anything about them. But when they hit that stage, when I say that downtown Atlanta was lit off of that, I was like, all right, these kids might go somewhere. Because I know Flex Zone had downtown popping. Yeah. And that's all they played was that in like one of the songs. And it was just like, whoever they are, they're going to be dope. And they took off. But yeah, I remember that. Yeah. All right. So now we can get into this week's one gotta go. Now that we've been reminded last week's one gotta go. It's gonna be food. All, all food snack items. All right. Okay. Ice cream, brownies, chips, cookies. Ice cream, brownies, chips, cookies. I'm gonna go. I'll go first. I'm gonna say ice cream because I'm lactose intolerant, so I can't have ice cream like I used to. I enjoy a good chocolate ice cream, but I, I can deal without it. I, but brownies, I love brownies. Brownies, oh my god, a good brownie will go a long way with me. Uh, chips, chips are just dependable. You know, you always Depend- gotta have a good chip around. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Look, chips are going as a good side. Chips is a good little snack to get you all on the go. Chips, chips, chips is clutch. Mm-hmm. And cookies, depending on the right type of cookie, like. Yeah, fresh and they, and they're and look look you get them warm, you get them cold, soft, hard like it's, it's interchangeable with how 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 the cookie can be formed and, and produced. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So ice cream and ice cream, ice cream got an expiration date. Once you get that, you got to hurry up and eat that joint. Like it melts, it melts. Sometimes the flavors ain't always hidden, depending on where you go. Like come on now, and, and also maximum tolerance. Ice cream. Nice to start. I respect that. There, there is no bad answer. There's no bad answer. I'll go next just to be quick. Ice cream is also my go-to. I have the most sensitive gums in the world. I cannot eat cold things, to be honest with you. <laughs> cold shit is a waste of time for me. Like, when I eat ice cream, it takes me forever. Like, when people be eating ice cream bars and shit and biting them, that shit makes me cringe inside because I can't bite. My teeth cannot touch cold shit. Like, I can't do it. It takes me... Eating ice cream cones is a long deal for me. I'll be I'll be I'll be looking at shit for three days. I'm just like this is the, I can't do it. So ice cream is not it's not my thing, bro. Okay. Um I guess I'll go. Uh you know what? Yeah, it's gonna be ice cream for me. Wow. Ice cream is more of like a special occasion thing. Um like if you're you're out like with with some friends or you're on a date, you kinda take you, you take your date out with some get some ice cream after dinner or some shit like that. But if you're chilling at the crib, it's going to be brownies. You get a nice warm brownie with some ice cream on top of it, maybe. But a nice warm brownie, uh, some oatmeal raisin cookies, I'm cool with. And then chips, man. You guys know me on my stream. You know I love my sweet potato chips. Like, that's where I, that's where I chill at. And that's just always my vibe. So, yeah. um, I would definitely say ice cream won't be the main thing I'll go to. 
Um, brownies are definitely going for me. I like brownies a lot. It was um, hard to think about. But as as Willie said about chips, right? Chips are dependable. They're loyal. They're always around. They're always within arm's reach. I cannot think of the last time I had a brownie. Um, you know, I keep some ice cream in my freezer. I keep... Uh, I don't really keep cookies around, but the varieties of cookies, fucking macadamias and the chocolate chips and the <laughs> the uh, snickerdoodles, like... <clears throat> There's so many good cookies. Um, brownies is just brownies. And I think that's another thing. It's like brownies is always going to be a brownie. There's not really you can get different flavors of them like uh, like cheesecake brownies and shit. I used to work at Honey Baked Ham. So it was a bunch of different type of brownies. But typically it's like you got your chocolate brownie and that's yeah. what it is. Um, everything now, else well, is here's the thing hmm? about the brownie too. Here's the thing about the brownie too. The brown and here's the thing though. Brownie is also very a good fusion food. Like if you if you add it into something like that. So brownie is just like a good warm brownie, bro. A good warm brownie is great. Yeah, yeah, when you freshly bake that joint, bro. Oh my god, man! Fuck off, man! man. He talking about people who like ice cream like that. We're Xbox shoes. <laughs> 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 You'll never. Get, you know what? If Xbox comes out with like a dope or Adidas or whatever comes out with a dope Xbox shoe, maybe I'll rock it. But right now, they got to go back to the drawing board. I, I don't need this uh, this alpha preview version of a sneaker. But uh, anyway. Um, I feel like the other foods are a, a bit more brownie? a cookie brownie. Yeah, you mean like the big cookie, or you talk? They call they, they, no. they call them they call them brookies. brookies. Brookies, cookie brownies. I don't think no. I. Yeah, you make them. Don't you make them in like uh, you make them in a cast iron skillet, right? You can make them in a cast iron yeah. skillet. You yeah. can even buy them, bro. Domino sells them surprisingly. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to work at Papa John's. We had hit. those. Hey, hit. But I consider them more cookies than brownie. Now, I consider them more brownie than cookie person. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's just it's just brownie and cookie form. Yeah, it's not cookie and brownie form <laughs> because it's still it's still baked and thick there. like a brownie. Exactly, exactly. And also, let's not talk about what about the cosmic brownies? You know, with the, the little David cosmic brownies. Uh, sprinkles? We're not Bro. talking about those. Bro. I tried with those as an adult, and I always pissed <laughs> at, at my child for liking them so much. Bro. You know what, Willie? Bro. Before you continue, Bro. I thought you said Cosby brownies, and I was like, hell no. <laughs> I'm foul on the play. I would never. Anyway, no, I'm saying, look, the cosmic brownie, depending on the situation and the scenario and the time of the day, they hit still. Now, they ain't as good as they used to be. But look, I, I look, like if they were sitting around, I was like, hey, it's right there. Stealing it from your son and shit, man. I might. <laughs> hey, who bought them first? Who bought them? Oh, shit. That's fucked up. Oh, man. Um, well, that was fun. Y'all let us know what, what's got to go. I was purposely trying not to look at the chat as I was making my decision because it was kind of tough. But ultimately, I think it is the uh, the brownie for me. But uh, let's see who we got in this. Oh, There's shit. no bad Hold answer. Huh? There's no bad answers. True that. There is no bad answer. I respect them all. True that. All right. In the pod question queue, I'm seeing two. Um, let's see. We're, we're doing all right on time. So as long as Abel... K doesn't waste our fucking time. <laughs> we'll get into the next caller. <laughs> so, Abel, welcome to the Dead End Gaming Show. So, You're live on the air. Thank you for having what me. Up? What is up? Welcome. Not too much. Um, I just had a quick question. Uh, thankfully, uh, since you guys are Fighting A fans, I feel like this is a great cast to uh, answer this. But what are you guys' opinions on motion inputs in uh, fighting games and newer fighting games? Uh, I've seen on like I follow scrub quotes 
on Twitter and a lot of the the posts from there are people complaining about motion inputs, uh, calling motion, even like a simple Hadouken input, like an ancient relic of old fighting games from the 90s. So I wonder if y'all thought like they're unnecessary or they shouldn't be in there to keep up the uh, tradition of fighting games. Just that. Uh, so here's my thing. Um, Cause like fighting games are fighting games. The thing, the thing about the fighting game community is that it's very, um, uh, it's almost religious in a sense. So, you know, things like, you know, the motions, like the fireballs, you know, quarter circle back, quarter circle forward, you know, even down to the, the language of the inputs and everything, it's, it's a different language in a sense. And it's, um, it's almost kind of speaking that language and making it kind of like a transcendent throughout, throughout any game. I don't think it, as far as it being like an ancient relic, I don't agree with that. I think it's just about keeping the language, you know, yeah, concurrent throughout each game. And it makes things easier. Cause I mean, even when you look at like, games outside of just fighting games you look at something that's like a third person shooter um more often than not you know that on an xbox controller i wish i had one near me but i don't that while you're shooting whatever button is the or for playstation if you're playing like a third person shooter nine times out of ten that square button is going to, going to be your reload button um always the right trigger is going to be your pull, pull the trigger uh, X is always going to be jump. Circle is always going to be an action button or something like that. Um, it's just a kind of universal language, both for fighting games. When you have your inputs, um, inputs, like, again, it's just that spoken language. You know that a quarter circle forward, a quarter circle in direction, and a punch or a kick is going to equal to some kind of projectile. You know, your, your forward, down, down, forwards are going to inch, equal, you know, your, your DP moves. And stuff like that. But I mean, like, no, I I think that that has to stay. That's always going to stay. I will say, however, I feel as though moves have gotten easier to input. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like some games have gotten lazier with just doing quarter circles, um, quarter circle forwards, quarter circle backs, maybe one or two punches here or there, maybe one or two buttons. Um, Very rarely do we see, not say that, but um, I've seen some games like Dragon Ball Z Fighters that tends to make their inputs very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's something that, or even doing the supers is very simple. You just push one button and push two buttons and you have it done. Um, I don't agree with that. But yeah, that's my uh, opinion. on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with, with Sonny on this one. Uh, growing up playing fighting games, especially the, the Street Fighters, the Mortal Kombat, the Killer Instinct, that language, that that motion language, was it's just how it was. It's just how we learned fighting games, like quarter circle forward, Everybody knows that's a Hadouken or that's a, or, you know, or, you know, you know, it, it, it's, it's just, it's just how, it's just deeply ingrained in the DNA of what fighting games is, is knowing that language. And they still use it to this day. Even if you look at like current Street Fighter, current Mortal Kombat, current Tekken, all the, all the, I guess you could say the OG um, fighting games still use that same language. Now, when you look at a, a, a game that was probably made by Arc System where you get like the Guilty Gears or the, uh, the, the Dragon Ball Fighters, where it's a little bit more simplified, which I do mm-hmm. enjoy still playing those games. Mm-hmm, um, definitely. Um, and I have a lot of fun with it. Um, but I feel like there's room for still both of those to exist in the fighting game world. And as fighting game players, we can adjust to both 
easily. Like we we can it's it's not a case where it's like, oh, I can't play this game because there's no motion inputs or there are motion inputs in this game. I, I don't want to play this because I prefer to have a game where it's it's more simplified. Um so I, I, I wanna I wanna and I and I like the fact that both still exist because it brings a variety. I don't want all my fighting games to play exactly the same. There's no right. challenge in that. If every fighting game plays exactly the same, it's just different characters and, and it looks different. It's 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 not fun. Like you want to be able to challenge yourself to be able to learn and get good at different fighting games because they're different. Like if I'm good at Mortal Kombat and I'm good at fighters, that makes me a well-rounded player. But if I can only play one style of fighting game, then that really kind of just doesn't make me a really great fighting game player. I'm just good at that game or that type of game. So I want to see even now and into the future that language still being used. And I think as long as we have games like Mortal Kombat still making games, Street Fighter and Tekken and Killer Instinct, if they decide to come back, those games that have been around for a while, I think that we don't have to worry about those. Even if, even if there are people who are complaining about it, um, those that language will still be there. Those motion inputs will still be a big component to you know the data and the DNA of the fighting game. So I'm, 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 that's how I feel about it. Um, the gift and the curse of the internet is that all voices are heard. You know, again, it's a good thing. All voices are heard, but it's also a bad thing. All voices are heard. And what I mean by that is um, yours going to have people who are in favor of something and yours going to have people who just bitch about the same exact thing because everybody's different. When you look at the past of fighting games, let's look at like Street Fighter Alpha, one, two, three, Street Fighter, third strike, whatever. You had to do like double quarter circle fours, then a punch button to pull off your moves. Now you go into a game. It's just like one quarter circle forward, two punch buttons, and you do the same thing. Or um, like Sonny was saying about Dragon Ball Fighters, you you tap like one, two buttons. They do the super move like they do all the shit. It gets like real flashy. So games are already um, a lot more accessible than they used to be. And with something like Smash Brothers, for instance, you have characters who are... Um, who can use motion controls, but you also have the option to not use the motion inputs for them. Ryu can Terry Bogart. And the trade-off for that is with the motion inputs, they take more time, but they do more damage. But if you just use the special button, they're faster, but they're weaker. So I think that is also an option too, but I definitely think that they're both types of games are necessary. Like Willie was saying, because you don't want to alienate, you know, your old school people versus your new school people, because yeah, like when you, when you try to make something accessible, you still want, you know, the more hardcore people to still want to access it. And that's really the balance that games have to do between um, making a game casual versus hardcore and making that learning curve um, fair, but steep, like easy to pick up hard to master is what they typically say. So I think as long as a game can strike that balance, then they're good money. Um, people who just bitch about motion controls play different games because not yeah, every game has it's, them. It's funny to me because a lot of people are saying it for balancing reasons, but like if you're gonna, you're you're still gonna get your ass whooped with or without those controls because the people that are better are gonna be better regardless. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, I don't I don't think that makes sense for the balancing argument because balancing just means that a character isn't overpowered. You not knowing the move set doesn't mean the game isn't balanced. That's exactly. that's about putting in the hours of practice. But um, my my statement that adds to this is kind of like basically what y'all said. Every game is going to have its own play style. I and mean, if you, you want to play that game, you're going to learn that play style. So I don't think there's anything wrong with 
with the most most the motion inputs. They've been around for a while. I'm not saying that like just because it's old, it's perfect. I'm just saying like they've been a staple so long that trying to get rid of them would take a long time. And then trying to find an alternative that everyone's happy with also probably wouldn't work. So you just got to go with what you like. I mean, I'm not a fan. Like I'm not a fan of every fighting game, but I play the ones I like. So it's like, and every game has its own way of bringing in accessibility. Even long-standing series like Tekken, they added in rage. They added in special moves. They added in um, the shit where you could what's like you press R one and it'll do like an advanced move. You press R one like square triangle circle something. Oh like, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Exactly. And like so, like every game has its own style of accessibility. So. I don't know, bro. I don't. I don't have any issue with the quarter circles and shit because I mean that's what I'm used to. But then again, yeah. I, I, some of these games I'm not even into. Like I have Dragon Ball Fighters, and I still cannot understand this auto combo shit, y'all. I'm so used to knowing I press my buttons in this order for yeah. this combo. Tapping the same button over and over again really fucks with my head. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, auto combos are a whole nother thing. In KOF 14, auto combos go straight into the super. It's mm. crazy shit, man. I meant to ask you, Abel, what uh, specific games are you seeing people complain about that issue with? Uh, I think mostly like Street Fighter, uh, Dragon Ball uh, Fighters. Uh, I think those are the main two because they're the like, most popular. Tekken doesn't really have too many like quarter circles except for like if you're doing a Korean backdash or like a Certain grabs. crouch dash or yeah, grabs with that too. I mean, but, uh, it's most like Street Fighter stuff like that. Yeah, because I mean, like, well, games like Tekken or like Dead or Alive don't have the um, Soul Calibur, don't have like the necessary platform to have the quarter circles or right. half mm-hmm. circles, whatever. Um, they're usually like a press forward or tap forward or back or however. Yeah. Um, as far as auto combos go, it is one, it is an issue. I mean, even in the Dragon Ball Fighters community, it's kind of frowned upon when you do auto combos. They're like, oh, he's just using the auto combo. I mean, the game leaves you open enough to create your own combos, which is a beautiful thing. If you know how to read frames, you can read the frames, you can pick up what you're going to do. Um, I mean, that kind of goes into what I was saying earlier, that some fighting games do make it a little too easy, but I understand what they're trying to do, get the younger generation interested in whatever fighting game. So, yeah, you're going to make it easy for people to do an auto combo or whatever, let them have it. But similar to what we were saying earlier, I mean, it's a fighting game. It's a level playing field regardless. You just got to know the moves and just got to be good at it one way or another, you know? Straight up. Abel, would you like anybody to reach you out there in the World Wide Web? Uh, I mean, the only thing I'm on is uh, Twitter. You can find me at uh, Abel K or on Abel underscore K1. All right. And that's A-B-E-L, right? Correct. Yeah. All right. Appreciate you, Abel. Um, great question, man. Take it easy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Seeing as Abel didn't waste our fucking time, we're going to go into... <laughs> Our next question asker, who is Kadeem, a.k.a. Let's Geek Out. You're on Dead and Gaming. You're on the air. You are live. You here? Uh-oh. We Uh-oh. hear you. Oh, All right. What's going on? What's up, man? Yeah. What's, up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Glad to be here, y'all. So um, my question is, you know, with all these games, <clears throat> excuse me, all these games coming out, um, you know, a lot of new games. Well, except for, I don't know about Xbox yet, but still. Anyways, all these new games that's coming out um, with PlayStation and eventually Xbox and, you know, backlogs of PS4 games and stuff like that. Uh, how do you keep yourselves, like, getting burnt out from all the games that's coming out? Like, 
getting burnt out, like, oh my God, I gotta finish this game before I even start tut even think about touching this game. Like, how do you keep yourselves from burning out and eventually, God forbid, losing like, I guess your passion for the mm. game. I guess passion for loving playing video games. I hop into that. Um, for one, the main biggest thing that I've done is not feel pressured to finish these games. Like if I'm not like I'm not forcing myself to finish off Mega Man X6. <laughs> like I'm not <laughs> I'm not forcing myself to finish off Kingdom Hearts 3. You know, these are games that I started, but finishing these games don't increase nothing in my life except my gamer score or my trophies or whatever. So if if there's a game that comes out or if there's a game sitting on my backlog that's better or something that more suits me, I'm going to play that because, you know, we're all adults. We got lives. We might have families. We got other obligations. So um, gaming is a very time consuming hobby. And I make sure that I spend my time wisely only playing shit that I love or if I'm just like really interested in it. I'm also not the guy to get the new game as soon as it comes out, unless it's in a franchise that I'm really into. Um, Like um, like Resident Evil 8, I was I made a decision not to get it until I'm done with Astro Chain, but um, but now I'm going to get it sooner because shout out to Jam. He donated me the money to go ahead and cop that and stream it. But um, yeah, I don't I don't get games on day one full price. Whenever I get around to them is whenever I get around to them. Um, by the time I do get around to them, they're a bit cheaper in price. So um, that's that's really it. Like my backlog is fucking dwindled and I play less JRPGs when I can help it. So mm-hmm. that's the secret. <laughs> Yeah, his answer is similar to mine. So his answer is similar. I don't be paying full price. I'll be waiting for games to go on sale because I don't be in a rush no more. I don't force myself to finish these games. So I'd be like, well, I ain't pay full price. So I ain't hurting nobody. So nah, I'm good. If, I, if I'm not, if I'm not feeling it after the first couple hours, that shit's getting turned off. Y'all saw what happened to what was the shit y'all made me play? That shit, it was deleted same night. <laughs> I'm t- Game Pass has made it so easy to quit games, bro. <laughs> like it's made it so yeah, easy to quit true. games. You haven't made that, that that full price investment. That's why. Right. It's but just like, me, well, it's, yeah. For me, it's like the way I do it is I think because my schedule is always so crazy with just everything I do. So when I I carve out time to game. So like my gaming time is either when I'm streaming or at night when it's like my time to kind of just chill out and relax. So. What I, and I usually I'm a one at a time gamer. So like, it's like if I'm focusing, if I'm playing a game, then I say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat this game. I usually just focus on playing that game, unless it's like a fighting game or somewhere I can just kind of turn on or Apex. Somebody can just turn on, get a couple rounds in, and then just bounce out. But when it comes to like story based games, I say, okay, I'm gonna work on this game and I'm gonna complete this game, and then I'm gonna go to this game. So like Ratchet and Clank, like or Alien Isolation, I, I did that. Then I said, okay, now I'm going to go to Ratchet and Clank. Did that. Now I'm on Resident Evil. I'm going to do that. And then I'll go to Returnal. So I'm not trying to like pressure myself to say, oh, this game's out now and this game's out. Let me try to juggle both. Now nah, let me just put my all my energy into one game in, you know, as far as a story-based game is concerned and then finish it, get my fill and my money's worth and get my full attention to it and then move on to the next. And if the backlog adds up, it adds up. Like, there's games still that I have, I have to finish. Like, I, I still have to finish Ori and the Will of the Wisp, but I'm not that much into it to really have to want to play it all the time. And there's games that I've downloaded that's sitting on my PlayStation and sitting on my uh, Xbox 
and my PC that I haven't even started yet, but I'll get to it when I get to it. It's like, you know, it's just, it's a matter of like, do I feel the game is important enough for me to start and play it? And do I enjoy it enough to want to keep playing it? So that's how I don't get burned out. I just don't overwhelm myself. I, uh, I agree. I, um, so for me, I don't know. I have like a, a base, you know, it's always going to be a base game that I'm going to play regardless. Like mainly those are the shooters Um, because I, I play very competitively. So I'm always going to play Apex. You know, when Rainbow Six was really high, I was always playing Rainbow Six. Uh, After that, it was what? PUBG. Then after that, it was Valorant. And then it went into Apex. But um, so I'm always going to have the, that base game that I'm going to play regardless. That's just where I am with, you know, just kind of like my gaming sense. Um, outside of that, if I'm looking for like an action game or a one-player game or something like that, if I'm not interested in the story, I'm probably not going to play it. I'm probably not going to purchase it. Um, and, you know, bonus points if it's from like a franchise that I love. If it's a Legend of Zelda, a main story from Legend of Zelda, I'm buying first day. If it's a Resident Evil, I'm buying first day. Final Fantasy VII, buying the first day. Um, fighting games, uh, Street Fighter. Um, you know, fighting games that I do care about. Guilty Gear. Um, I've never really played Guilty Gear for, for real, except for um during the beta. Um, I'm going to play this new one, but I'm more excited for King of Fighters. So maybe I won't get Guilty Gear when it drops, but I will definitely be getting King of Fighters when it drops. So it depends on what I'm interested in for the most part. But when it comes to like the, the story-based games, um, I mean, like I said, it's about that action. It's about that story. Uh, Returnal, I saw the previews for it. Like I said, I, I wasn't a fan of the type of game it was um, because of Hades. But, you know, something about the game kind of drove me to it. And I was like, I, I got to at least check this out. So I checked it out and I, you know, I enjoyed it. I played through it and I moved on to the next. As far as getting the backlogs, yeah, I got those. Uh, Dragon Quest is still back there. Quest Same. Dust. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Eric was uh, a, a game I didn't buy when it came out was Persona Five. I saw everyone go crazy with Persona Five Royal, telling me time and time again, "Oh, you're gonna love it because you you know you love Final Fantasy Seven. You're gonna love it." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "All right, cool." So I finally like I bought it, you know. And I was like, "Where the fuck was this game?" Like, you know. Saying, but that was like a, a later purchase, and I took my time with that game. I took it, took my time. I didn't play all the way directly through. I played other games on top of that. Um, but you know, so you know, I do have my backlog of games. Do I dive back in sometimes? Sometimes. Um, Persona Five Royal was the game I had to go back into. It was in my backlog because I had other games to play. Right now, Persona Four is in my backlog right now. Um, and I've been piecing because again, this the JRPGs take for fucking ever. So. I take my time with that. Really I play. Do. It's like it's like picking up a book, you know. Well, all these games are like books to me, um, for the most part. Uh, I mean, like they're good books to read. Returnal, Resident Evil, it's like something like you just want to pick up and get into just for the story. If you're a fan of the story, you you dive into it. If it was a fucking Splinter Cell, I'm gonna pick that up because I'm a fan of Splinter Cell. Not so much Assassin's Creed anymore because they fucked up, but um. Yeah, when I do have my backlog, if I care enough about it, um, I will dive back into it. If it's a story that I really want to finish, really dive back into it, I will. But, I mean, outside of that, it, I stick to my competitive games, my Apexes, whatever fighting game I'm on at the time, and that's kind of where I stay. Um, also, it's worth noting that I, I made a tweet a few days ago about um, people who watch a whole bunch of TV asking me how I have time for gaming. 
I don't watch TV at all. Um, like literally none of it. Um, like, like, you know, there's every now and then, you know, you get an invincible, you get a Falcon and Winter Soldier or WandaVision every now and then or whatever, but I'm not the type of person to um watch sports, news, none of that shit. So that carves out a lot of time for gaming. So my days is literally work, stream, game, workout, eat. Like that's like it, and then like personal alone time or extracurricular time or whatever but that's really like the breakdown um you know there's no anime people always say oh you watch one piece hell nah got time for that shit um <laughs> you know i'm out here gaming like i got i got games to finish one piece is the anime that you need the most time to watch right that's what i'm saying one piece that's what yeah episodes no one got time for that i'm sorry <laughs> but yeah, I still got a like fucking Bioshock on my list. Um, I've been wanting to go back to Dead Space on my PC for a minute. Um, it's a lot of shit, bro. And um, you know, this Mass Effect trilogy about to come out. I want to replay them. Yeah, <sighs> in 120 frames. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's yeah, man. It is. It's definitely not easy. And I used to complain about it a lot when I first got got on Dead End Gaming. Than I do now, but that's because. He did. He did use complain a lot. It was terrible because I had them JRPGs. I had Persona Five. I had Dragon Quest Eleven. I had um. I had a bunch of shit just like piling up. You know, I recently beat Final Fantasy uh seven ninety seven for the first time. Um, I had a lot of shit, bro. I had a lot of shit. Um, but now it's just in all those games I was playing, I did love. But nowadays it's just like, you know, if I ever get bored of the games I'm playing, I could just hop on Game Pass, find some. Um, you know, to play for a few minutes, something like a cluster truck or something, you know. Cluster truck. Yeah, that game's fun. Cluster truck. I've never heard of that before in my life. You should try I ain't it. Never heard of it. Check it out. But I appreciate y'all answering my question, y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Though, though, thank y'all. Appreciate you want people y'all. to reach out? Reach out to you though. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Y'all hit me up on all uh, so on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, YouTube. Uh, let's geek out uh, underscore. You'll see, you know, my profile pic, my little ugly, my ugly mug on there. So yeah, hit me up. Let's say that. Tell you us about your YouTube real quick, man. <laughs> what's, what's your YouTube like? Um, I'm still working on it, but right now I'm trying to refrain from doing anything but just reaction videos. I want to really do more than like doing gameplays, doing let's plays, doing challenges. Like really, you know, connect with people, other gamers such as myself on my YouTube channel, not just doing reaction videos and stuff like that. So I'm still working on it. Um, it's still a work in progress. And I'm thinking of doing streaming um, on either on YouTube or on Twitch. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning more towards to Twitch better because you know, the huge community of gamers that's on there, just like you guys. So I'm really looking forward to doing something like that. But yeah. Okay. Let's let's geek out. Any, uh, Sir. all right. Appreciate you, man. Cool. Appreciate y'all. I love y'all show. And uh oh yeah, granddad, just wanna say this. Uh proud of you getting the Xbox, man. Hey, proud man. of you, bro. Hey, look. Hope you, you came a long way from that one time hey. when you uh, was cussing out Nintendo for even wanting uh Game Pass on there, man. People people change and people 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 realize that things have to be uh different in life. But you know, I appreciate that, you know. I and I'm in, and I ain't gonna lie. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the Xbox uh for what it is as as the game pass. Game Pass has done a lot. So yeah. All right. That's what's up, man. 
All right, man. Appreciate, appreciate you, bro. Much love. Bro. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. That has been the question segment. If you want to join us, join us on Twitch every Tuesday around 8 p.m. Eastern time. Hop in our Discord. Show us some love. Ask us a question. Yo, let let me uh, ask you something, Willie. Every time somebody like single somebody out when they call in, I'd be like, oh, shit, here you go. Did you have <laughs> did you have that feeling just now? Like, nah. I mean, look, I, I, I already know, like, it's going to be something. Like, when they say, let me ask you something, it's got to be like, I know it's going to be something crazy. Or, I, something crazy is just something like, all right, it's something that I said before and now I didn't change, I didn't had to change your heart or I didn't, or something like that. So I'm like, all right, just, what is it? What is it now? Yeah, like, and, ah, nothing shake, don't nothing shake me now, bro. I've been doing this too long. Don't nothing shake me now. I was hoping he was gonna challenge him to smash or something. Like something something that wasn't crazy. I was but in my mind I'm like, this could go anywhere. I thought it was right, like, kind of nervous. I was like, well, somebody came in. My question's for Sonny. I was like, oh, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like here, a, a drug thing or something. Like knock like open the door. Like, what you mean? Oh uh, shit. Yeah, but you never know. But um yeah, that's the question segment. That's it for the show. Um, hopefully next week we'll be rejoined by BZ and Tyler. Um, much thanks to Sonny for joining us. Sonny, remind the people where they can find you. Uh, you can definitely find me at twitch.tv slash Sonny Says, S-O-N-N-I-S-A-Y-Z. I'll be there. I'll be apexing. I'll be playing other stuff and bullshit and having a good time with my community. You know, good vibes, good vibes. All right. And... um. Kevin, what you getting into for the rest of the week? I don't think I asked this question last week. First, go check out the YouTube um, the upload for Ultimate Madness Round 3. It's next round. Well, Ultimate Madness 3 Round 2 just dropped on the YouTube over there at Hold Down Pod. It's, this tournament is heating up, but this week wasn't that surprising. This week's battles, it went as you expected. Next the week after next week for the semifinals, it really could go either way, to with you. I have no idea how this shit's going to end. So it's a, it's the most in, interesting thing in battle rap right now. So like I said, if you fuck with battle rap, come fuck with Hold It Down Pod. Um, what else am I doing? I don't know. I got time, so I figured out. Uh, <laughs> the Friday after this, next Friday, not this Friday, catch me over there again, producing for Odd Fridays over there on Dead End Hip Hop. It's going to be Kendrick Lamar versus Game. If you're a Patreon supporter, you can vote on the rounds and even the next battle. All right, Willie, what you getting into besides falling asleep? <laughs> You've been over here yawning and leaning. Motherfucker looking like he's about to get a fatality a, on him. <laughs> it's been a long day, my man. It's been a long day, bro. No, finish but, um, him. I got uh, finish him. Uh, so we got more Resident Evil 8 tomorrow. Uh, so that's going to be streaming tomorrow. And then we got Gears 2 with BZ on his channel Thursday. Uh, we started that last week, so we're going to uh, keep that up. Um if I can, because my Friday's been kind of crazy. If I can, I'll try to do a fighting game Friday stream. Also, uh, the Smash Ultimate Champions tournament uh, is getting pushed back a week because I have to get, I have to work that Saturday too. So my, that, I ain't gonna be able to do the stream. So we're gonna have to push it back a week, and I gotta also reach out to everybody still. So look out for that. So not this Saturday, the following Saturday, we're gonna be doing that tournament. So keep an eye out if you are a champion. Uh, I'll be reaching out to you to make sure that you can. Be a part of the tournament and confirm your spot, and we'll get it going. Mm. 
Um, as for me, tomorrow is my just chatting stream. We'll be doing something different. I'm doing a Discord call-in show, kind of like what we do here at Dead and Gaming. But um, people can hop on my stream, ask me any question. It can be uh, like stream teach related or gaming related, personal, whatever. Um, but it's an AMA. You can ask me anything you want. That don't mean I'm going to answer everything you ask, but feel free to run it by me. Um, Friday, you gotta, gotta hit it. It's AMA, but ain't a answer anything. God damn it. You can ask panic anything you want. Um, Friday, I was going to be streaming Tekken, but since I'm getting Resident Evil Village, um, shout out to the donator again, Jamtastic. That's the homie. He said, he specifically said to me like, yo, we can't be giving these OnlyFans. He was like, he was like, OnlyFans can't be the only one getting our support. And I'm like, yeah, that's real. So, um. <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to be on that Friday. I'll be playing it for the first time. Old School Saturday will be Parappa the Rapper, which I am notoriously terrible at rhythm games. Um, so we're going to try to survive that for three hours. Um, and that's it, man. This has been DEG, and we will catch you next week. Peace. Peace, y'all. Peace.